0: In three, two, one, action! Good morning, what? Bay Hope Church. It's, I didn't. It's uh, not morning. That, well, it could be. You don't. <laughs> you don't actually know where everyone, when everyone's listening to this or watching this. Welcome to uh, the weekday. I'm Andy, and that over there.
1: Have a. I hope you had a great morning. Have having. I hope you're having had or will have a great morning. What if it's noon? On the button. Eventually, someone will have a morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's morning somewhere in the world. morning somewhere. Right. Hi, I'm Mike. Cool. And that guy over there.
0: That's me. That's you. What are you? (laughs) I'm Justin. Hey, you're Justin. Hey! Hey, guys. (laughs) Welcome to episode something of the weekday. 50-something, I think. I don't think we've made it to 60-something yet. Um, We've got a lot to talk about today, as always. And before we get to the a lot to talk about, uh, I want to welcome everybody officially to the holiday season. Uh, We had... We record this on a Tuesday. This is the Tuesday after Halloween. And Halloween traditionally is the kickoff of the holiday season. I you said that on Sunday and I've never thought about it like that. But but think about think about the the next 3 months. There's a hol, there's a, a a specific day for the next basically for 3 months right in a row. There's a day, a holiday at the end of the month, there's a holiday towards the end of the month. And then there's a holiday, tw- two technically holidays. Oh, towards I don't think you're wrong.
1: I've just never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: this, this kind of two and a half to three month stasis that we're in now wow. means that all the colors change, uh, all of the mood changes, the weather starts to change. It was 55 out when this morning when I was running, it's it was, 80 outside oh, it's now. so
1: nice. Yeah. Even still though, though, it's, uh, there's a
0: hint a- of like, it's not mm-hmm. really 80. Yeah. It feels more like 78, uh, cause the humidity is down to 50 something, but, um, so, uh, with all of that in mind, and Justin, I don't think you're ready for this, and so Ooh. good luck. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, good luck. By the way, I like your. Are those new glasses?
2: They are new glasses.
0: Yeah. When did you get them? Well, I, mean, I know we were talking about them. I think last week or
2: something. Yeah. But those, those look really cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The other glasses that I had, they're like six years old or yeah. something like that. So it's been a while since I got new ones. Did Just- you get? Did you get the anti? They always try
0: to upsell. Okay, they do. Here's the yes. thing. Here's the thing. Uh huh. All you optometrists out there that are <laughs> listening or watching, I love you guys. I really do. My, I'm I'm legal like basically legally blind without my contacts or glasses. And in.
1: something you really love is when people touch your eyes.
0: Love it. Love <laughs> that, that when they do the mm. little puff
1: into your eyes too. Yeah. Oh, well, it's it's not so much the puff; it's waiting for the puff. Oh, you know what's yeah. happening, yeah. and you tense up. Have you ever had? Have you ever had them do? It's like the, You know that massage gun. Yeah but like it's the tiniest yes. little massage gun
0: against... <laughs> yeah, to try to check ah, the, yeah. the inter-whatever inter pressure. Ah. All right, we got to stop this, my <laughs> eyes. Anyway, um, I love you, optometrist. Also, you can be the bane of our existence because you are constantly <laughs> trying to upsell us on anti-glare, anti-scratch, anti-rainbow... Springs. You remember
1: flex on glasses where you could like you
0: could wrap them around your finger, but like you never could, <laughs> and it did it one way. Yeah, and uh, then your mom would tell you not to yeah. because you were going to break it. Anyway, Justin, I it like them. What kind are they? Yeah,
2: thank you. So do, do I, we uh, do we want to so, hunt her sponsors here? Wait, ooh, actually these are so I have to I this is check every time because I keep no getting. Hugo Boss? Oh, look at you. Hugo hey! Boss. Hugo. But um, the other glasses that I had that I had for <laughs> like six years, they didn't have the anti-glare. And before that, I always got the anti-glare. Yeah, but last time I was just like, you know what? Like I feel like that's probably just like, you yeah know, I mean, I just save is. money without it, you know? this is anti-rust coating on my car. Yeah. yeah. um so for like the last six years, I didn't have the anti-glare. Kind of sucked. What did it really? <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> I forgot to start Wasn't very. Yeah. So I was. I was really excited. Probably even just like a little bit more than like getting the glasses themselves. I was really excited to get the anti glare back.
1: Huh. Um, especially
2: for driving at night.
1: you know what you know welcome to the holiday season exactly
2: you know what would have been really cool is
0: if you got some of those films that people put on their iphone the protective films and just cut (laughs) that out for your
1: glasses (laughs) we stumbled on something amazing amazing.
0: done yeah Uh, okay we've got a couple of minutes left before we got a transition and i wanted to put this out to both of you guys uh i want to because it is it is is the start of the holiday season i almost got caught my words there i want you to go top five favorite holidays in reverse order, five to mm. one. Mike Mage, do you got them? Justin, do you got them? I can go my mm. five. Why don't you go first? Okay, my five. Number five. Number five. I just don't like how we got to do five of them. This we seems... can do three if you want. Let's do three. Okay, oh, top okay. three. Yeah, yeah. Top three holidays in reverse order. Number three. No. No? <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Number three, 4th of July. 4th of July? Ooh. Yes, 4th of July. Why? Mm. You eat hot dogs and blow stuff up. Okay. that's
1: a, Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. What I what, think you need? What do you more. need yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> explanation that's a really good nice.
0: point. That's usually nice out. You have a barbecue, you blow stuff up. That's mm. a really great point. Okay. Number, two, number two. Thanksgiving day. Mm. And number one,
2: Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are the solid ones. So yeah, Mike, okay. Is is any is are any of us not gonna have Christmas as number one though?
1: No. no. I will I'll I'll stick with Christmas as okay. number yeah, nine. Justin what about you? You're
2: gonna go contrary? Yeah. Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas, Austin, what number about one, you for sure. He's not even this. listening. <laughs> He's got his AirPods in. Swing and in. a miss. Yeah, that happens. Uh,
0: well. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Um, three to one. Go number two, then number three, <laughs> then number one. I will not go number two. <laughs>
1: okay, oh, nice. Um, so number three. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I, just, I just said, I do that in the morning. That's true. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, we might have to edit that out.
1: <laughs> no, number one's Christmas. Yeah. Number two... We, we're we talking like national, traditional the, no, holidays. No, this is subjective, not objective. Okay. I, I think that there is a holiday season. Doesn't count. You have to pick okay. one of the I, days. I like
0: New Year's <laughs> Day. You are the worst.
1: No, no, no. Listen, mm. listen.
0: Not, that is the worst day of no, the year. No, no, no. No, it Wait, isn't. That, Be, that January college, 2nd. January 2nd is the worst day of the college
1: year. College football. Because, January 1st. Mm, I disagree. Especially like... A long... Well, I'm trying to go... I'm trying to do, you know... Come
0: on. We got to speed this up. We got things to do here. <laughs> you can give me your dissertation later. I mean,
1: President's Day. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: about Arbor Day? Actually, you know what?
1: I got married around Martin Luther King That's Day. That's true. You did. Uh, on Martin Luther King Day weekend. That, that will always hold a special place in my heart. Nice. For many mm. reasons. Uh, and then... My kids' birthdays? Does that count no, as... Get, okay,
2: Justin,
0: 3-1, oh. go. Christmas. <laughs> I like Christmas. Okay, great. Christmas. Justin, 3-1, go. <laughs> direct directing
2: traffic here now. All right, number three um, has got to be Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving. Yes. Number two.
1: Yeah, that's... Amazing. Number
2: two. <sighs> Valentine's I, Day valentine's day is a good one.
0: Oh, get out of here i was kidding number two <laughs>
2: what about
0: what's like the weirdest I, I was,
2: no honestly i was gonna say i was gonna say easter um oh, I, feel yeah. like I, I feel like in being kind of basic saying that
0: no that's fine you're a christian yeah it's fine. and then, that's
2: what i'm going number two here. easter number basic one Justin. christmas number right? one christmas i feel okay. like what's, I feel what's like that's the a holiday, lot of people's
1: what's the holiday that like people get really amped up about but like Or what makes, what's like the weirdest holiday people get amped up about? St. Patrick's Day. That's that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Really? Yeah.
0: Cool. Why? I don't know, man. It's so weird. It's a thing and there's beer and and I make uh, corned beef and cabbage and that's about it.
1: (laughs) What a weird thing to get excited about.
0: I know. Rats getting chased out of a country. Cool. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about holidays more in just a minute. Uh, You'll see why. This all connects up, believe it or not.
1: We'll be back in just a minute. Goodbye. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Mike. I'm Whitney. And we are here at... Carrollwood Village Park. Yes, standing on stage at... Carrollwood Village Park. Yes, and the reason we are here at... Carrowood Village Park. <laughs> uh, is because we are having church in the park November 13th at four to seven at Carrollwood village park and uh it's going to be awesome there's going to be a concert here uh, on the stage with bay hope worship uh come bring your food bring your friends bring your family come enjoy the playground the nature walk uh there's cornhole there's a skate park if you want to bring your pads uh uh but yeah make sure to come out november 13th four to seven at Carrollwood village park for church in the park we'll see you then
0: There's residual laughter happening right now. And we'll we'll get to it in a minute. (laughs) Thanks to Mike Mage, I got to start the stopwatch. (laughs) There he is right there. Uh, Everyone listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks so much. As always, make sure to hit the follow and the subscribe buttons. Uh, It would also be super cool if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Because apparently that does something for the algorithm.
1: Smash that bell.
0: Smash the bell oh, if you're watching on there's YouTube. A bell, there's okay. a
1: bell icon that below, I know... Right,
0: it's right over there. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's right over there. It's right below my <laughs> finger.
1: And like, hit the bell icon because you will get notified. Notified <laughs> when we're live. Notified when we're, when we got the thing.
0: <laughs> and also hit subscribe and make sure you share this. Please, Please thank you. Please, thank you. Anyway, um, if you were with us in segment one, I was, we left off talking about holidays. And right. the reason I was asking about all that is... We, this was kind of the first year that I noticed a a weird trend happening. And I listened to a different amount, a a, a decent amount of podcasts and things that are not Christian. I know, secular, oh my gosh, go back and watch one of our old old episodes, if Christians can listen to secular (laughs) content, mostly sports, sometimes video games, a lot of tech stuff. And in particularly the sports and the tech podcasts, the hosts of at least three or four different shows. Plus a couple of blogs I were I was read were reading, excuse me, about like the new Apple MacBooks and all that. They listed Halloween as their favorite holiday of the year. Interesting. And I found that extremely telling of where the world has gone.
1: Real quick, why did they say that?
0: Because they like the dressing up. They like okay. the spooky, they like the devils, they like the ghosts, they like all that, they like the candy, they like the general feeling around not being yourself, dressing up like right. whatever you're gonna drink, you know, Naruto or, you know, some weird.
1: Like just being a different person, yes. embodying a character. Correct.
0: So escaping yourself. Mm they like the aspect of the ghouls and demons and they like the spookiness. Yeah. A, a couple of them particularly, one of them I can think of off the top of my head, he's he's into like Rob Zombie films and like all that type of thing. And so Halloween's right up his alley. Right, But most of them said that Halloween is their favorite holiday. And that, that got me thinking and, and kind of leads us into what we were talking about last time. We were, we were talking about this book called Live No Lies or as Mike calls it. <laughs> live no lies live no lies (laughs) um live no lies by john mark comer jmc is austin calls him and uh it really (laughs) breaks down
1: what's that run jmc Ooh, i like that thank
0: you um live no lies is his newest book came out a couple weeks ago and it talks about the three enemies that sabotage our peace but really that have been running rampant in the world the Mm -hmm. devil the
1: flesh and the world well and two this is not like some, this is, those aren't his words. No, no, no. This They're, is, he's borrowing this almost like anti-Trinity language from like, you know, these monks and theologians from like the 3rd and 4th century.
0: Right. And so he he really, he starts off the book by talking about um, a monk that I can't remember the name of. Avagrius. Avagrius. There yeah. you go. Who wrote a, a book literally called A Handbook to Combat Demons. Mm-hmm. And his thesis throughout the whole book is that we have been so under the influence by spiritual warfare which we talked about last time we've been so under the influence of the devil right that our flesh so the the sarks the human portion of us has literally nothing else to do but submit to the lies that the devil has been telling us and then that has been bleeding out into the world for centuries and now we have gotten into this point where halloween and i'm not i'm not I'm not demonizing Halloween to a certain extent, but ho- see what I did there? I did. Uh, but but <laughs> Halloween, <what> <laughs> that's good. Uh, but Halloween itself is a byproduct of kind of everything we're talking about because, you know, okay, it used to be, um, you know, it was kind of this throwaway holiday and now all of a sudden it was like people campy. like-
1: You know, it's more campy right. as opposed to like- Now it stands for something. Almost like, yeah, like a weird acceptance right. of- what it can mean
0: right and 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 again i'm not demonizing halloween we don't need to go down that i we we dress our kids up and we walk around and do the candy thing and all that but well, and
1: we did that growing up too exactly I, nev- I never understood why people like take it way too seriously on right. either side right you know like church say, people or non-church people. yeah like people who like go and i still honestly don't i don't like have your reasons whatever but i don't understand the full-on like demonizing of Halloween in right. the sense that like we're gonna stay inside and it's called Jesus Ween and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna pray for people as they come to our doors and in right. the Bibles. We'll do
0: the trunk or treat the day before.
1: Or or the opposite where like people just go full on, they spend like thousands of dollars to decorate their house for Halloween. Like I don't get either one. No, nope, I do not yeah.
0: either. It's a it's a it's a fun, campy thing. Let's hand out some candy. Yeah. Let's be a community. Right. I mean we had a great time our community and your guys' community too. Yeah. We came over to your house for a little bit. We right. went back to our house. It was a party. Yeah. It was just a giant people walking around having a good time yeah. meeting your neighbors our do- me and my wife and my dogs were sitting out there our Beautiful kids were walking out. around yeah, yeah it was gorgeous not in other places of the country but uh you know snow actually happens other places but so all that being said this kind of led me into what we wanted to talk about today and we wanted to break down over the next couple of weeks we wanted to break down the devil the flesh and the world right. from live no lies specifically yeah. i i want to think we're almost calling out the lies Yeah, because There is a, there's a thing and I'll find it in just a second, but there's a thing that we as Western church culture people think we need to be true to ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. there's the Nike thing and the just do it and all this other junk and I'll, I'll read from it in a second, but we have, we have kind of moved from a culture of authority to a culture of authenticity. Those are John Mark's words, not mine whereby our authority used to be we lived under the authority of God under you know and God established kings and God established rulers and all this other stuff to now we live under a culture of quote unquote authenticity where we need to remain true to ourselves yeah but how did we get there right and so walk me through i guess first and foremost like how did we get there
1: well uh, uh the beginning the, in the beginning is this on is this on, <laughs> is this on? <laughs> uh, from the very beginning there was a snake um, in genesis yeah, we, two and three <laughs> we've been very bad at um not filtering lies very well hmm. uh and uh, honestly like i was based on kind of i knew we we're obviously talking about this and i've been reading through second corinthians which hmm. i really enjoy honestly like i and trying to take my time go through some of paul's letters wait why do you
0: why do you what's the enjoyment factor like where, what do you mean by that?
1: I don't like Paul most of the time. I know,
0: that's which is, that's well established on this podcast and I right. love it, right. I love well, it.
1: That, that's, and so I'm trying to, I'm actually going through the Bible Project's plan of Paul's writing, trying to understand better. Um, Why this
0: guy's lionized?
1: Well, I, no, not, yeah, maybe to a certain extent, but like I need, I, I obviously he has very good things to say. Uh, it's in the Bible for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. And um, but so I'm just, I'm trying to go through slowly and really break down what he says. And, um, so anyways, but there's this part in second Corinthians six fourteen. it says, don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with the wickedness? How can light live with the darkness? Mm. What? And then here you go. What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And what union can there be between God's temples and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, the, this, this whole part of the book and us talking about the devil is, is honestly like the devil's primary language is lies. Uh, and again, those aren't my words. Those aren't John Mark's words. Those are Jesus's words. Um, the, he talks about
0: it in John eight for, uh, for Jesus, the devil's means is lies.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and even when he's speaking and even (laughs) to put another a little weight and emphasis on it, he's speaking to Pharisees at right. this point uh, when he's telling, ta- ta- when he says that. Um, and so, you know, like so much of our life, and especially now in, you know, uh, John Mark Comer calls it, we're living in digital Babylon, we're yep. living in exile. Yep. And so it explains a lot of like why we feel in constant struggle and constant tension with things going on around us. And one of them, is because we are constantly being like having to guard ourselves from lies upon lies upon lies um, that are uh costumed, uh dressed up. Ooh, yeah, like look that? at you, you bringing like that? that back. You like it? That's nice. Um, see what I did there? I... <laughs> it's happening. Um and so uh, you know, the, these lies are dressed up as truth. Right. Um, and so you know, I, I know from for I, I want to ask you this question because, again, I knew we were talking about this. Um, have your kids ever lied to you?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How does that feel? It's awful. Yeah. It's like the word. You're, you're mad, but you're also you're more than mad. Your heart is rent open.
1: Well, if your kids are older, so obviously, I mean, their lies begin to have a bit more of a significant impact. Sure. Then, you know. Did you brush your teeth this morning? Yes. Um, did you not brush your teeth this morning? You know, like that kind of. Those are the type of lies that my seven-year-old will will sort of say, right? Uh, but there was this specific moment um, a couple weeks ago where I asked him. I said, "Hey, do not bring your Pokemon cards." And he said, "Okay, to school." Oh, you were going to start the, You were starting the story a couple days ago. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Um, well, I said, "Do not bring your Pokemon cards to school." He said, "Okay." So we leave. We leave the house, and I see. Um, In his pocket, I see in his pocket. Oh, no, we're we're walking to school. And I see in his pocket uh, the Pokemon cards. I love this. Yeah. And I was like, dude, give me your Pokemon cards. And so he doesn't take the ones out of his pocket. He takes the ones out of his backpack. Oh. So even after he had them stashed in a couple of different spots. Wow, that's pretty smart. While Boldface lying to me that he didn't have any Pokemon cards on him. Um and so you know like I think like there's you know th- that's whatever but I it that obviously it hurts as a dad you know it's just like why why are you doing this why are you wh- who are you fooling and like there's a reason you're not supposed to bring these um but like have you ever been lied to by the devil all the time <clears throat> do you, can you give a specific example I have a specific example
0: I mean y- yes I can talk about addictions and how they're supposedly is going to be gold at the end of the road and instead it just lies in me waking up one morning and being broke and and living in a crack house and all of that so yeah I can go down that road sure
1: um okay well mine's a little lighter than that (laughs) Uh. I'm sorry like I'm on the spot here no it's fine um so I remember it was right before I came to work here um, or I guess a couple of months before I came to work here and I was in the band. I was in um, I've heard of Um, yes. Very few people have <laughs> uh. <laughs> you, more than you think. Uh, Maybe uh, five, five more than you think. Um, and I remember having this feeling like I need to leave this band to be the husband that I feel like I'm supposed to be, to be the dad that I want to be because Caleb was about to be born or was, had been born at this point. And so I was in this like huge struggle, I felt like for my soul, in a sense of like if I and it felt binary. It felt like if I if I leave Bellarive, my entire career, which is funny to say at like 27 or 26 or 20, yeah, I think it was 27 at the time. Um, you know, my entire career with I've reached my peak <laughs> uh with Bellarive or whatever, which is like, okay, whatever. Uh or I can stay with Bella Reeve and like continue to basically lead a, uh, a life where I cannot financially support my wife and my child. Um, also that makes my wife like very unhappy that I'm gone so much. Basically for me to make money, I have to be gone. Right. Uh, and then there was a lot of other like emotionally unhealthy things going on in the band at the time. <laughs> and so I, I called one of my friends. Uh, well, he was a, the pastor that I worked for in Dunedin and I was telling him this and getting all worked up. And he basically just said, you know, this like dichotomy you have set up for yourself. And I'm paraphrasing this dichotomy you have set up for yourself is all a lie. Hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's really wise. I was like, what are you talking about? He said, do you want God to use you? I said, man, absolutely. Like, that's what I feel like I'm going to miss out on. He said, that's ridiculous. He said, what you like, if you want God to use you. God's going to use you and it's going to be like your, your job is to be obedient to him. Not necessarily to like a specific thing that he's calling you to or whatever. Mm. Um, And it like, because he spoke that truth into like my situation, I immediately felt like these chains that I felt like I was holding on to that weren't chaining me down. I felt like I was holding on to chains that I wanted to enslave me. Like it broke that specific thing in my life. It was crazy. Hmm. Um, But yeah, like the devil lies to us and gets us to believe these things uh, that are simply untrue.
0: So the, uh, I want to read this. Um, John Mark talks about Dallas Willard. um, I know him. And uh, yes. Uh, He says, we live in a world of ideas and every day we navigate this world by faith. Happiness is an idea. So is democracy, human rights, equality, freedom, even theology, which this book is full of, is a collection of ideas about God and their far-reaching ramifications on us as human beings. Okay? And our ideas coalesce to form a mental map by which we navigate reality. Yes. So that's a setup. That's a setup. But when we start to listen to the things around Mm -hmm. us from the devil. Come on. He then says the devil's primary stratagem is to drive the soul and society into ruin, which is deceptive ideas that play to disordered desires, which are normalized in a sinful society. So yeah. you have deceptive ideas, which is the step lies. one. Yeah. Yep, from the devil. The devil. Yeah. Into disordered ideas or disordered desires. Sorry, the, which the are the flesh. flesh yep. Into a sinful society, the world. Yeah. So then he then kind of closes that up. He says because he's he's positing like you know you're you're on the one side you want to please God. You right. want to please your family. You want to please all these other things. But at the same time, you're sinning.
1: Yeah.
0: Subtly, but you're sinning because you're believing the construct that the devil has set up that right. you're not going to be a good dad yep. if you're on tour yep. or you're not going to be a good friend if you aren't on tour. Yeah. So then he, and we, we, all of us do that all the time. And everybody watching on the other side of this camera and everybody listening on the other side of this audio, whatever medium you're listening to. Well, in like my specific case,
1: it was basically, it was like your career versus your family. Right. And And like those two things are mutually exclusive. You can't have your career if you want your family. Right. You can't have your family if you want your career. Right. Which is ridiculous. It's
0: the devil taking Jesus up to the top of the temple and saying like, hey, throw yourself down Uh um, because angels are going to catch you. And by the way, I could give you all of this right now. So you can either have this or you can either have death. Take your pick. Uh, and I I run into that all the time like I have that's what my counselor and I work on that all going the time going to a
1: building having a yeah, conversation yeah. with the devil
0: yep yep. Um, basically like me competing with my kid's yeah. biological father mm-hmm. or me competing with other people that I see around me that I think are better husbands than me yeah. or that type of thing so to close all this off he says um, we, you see nobody sins out of duty or discipline nobody wakes up in the morning and says ah it's Tuesday 7am time to look at <laughs> pornography I don't really want to but it's just the right thing to do <laughs> Uh, and all this stuff. He says, no, of course not. We sin because we believe a lie about what will make us happy. Uh, Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuit order is credited with defining sin as quote, unwillingness to trust that what God wants for me is my only my deepest happiness. Yep. End quote. This is why the devil's primary target is our trust in God and his truth. As it comes to us in scripture, if he can get us to doubt God and instead trust in our own inner intuition as an accurate compass to the good life, he has us. Yeah. But in the ultimate irony, sin sabotages our capacity for happiness by appealing to our God-given desire for happiness via deceptive ideas. Mm -hmm. And that was the dichotomy you were running into. And that's the dichotomy all of us run into. And that's the dichotomy that the devil preys upon. And so, you know, I don't need to tie a bow on this because we're going to, I want to walk, like, this is a fascinating conversation we can continue to walk through. We've got a little bit of time left. Yeah, But- What I do wanna do is I do want us, if you can, to give a couple practical tips on pointing out where the devil's at work in your life. Like, how do you do that? Like for me, and I can give you- We're talking hypothetically? I'm talking realistically. Realistically.
1: Well, okay, well, real quick before we do that too, I just, I want to sort of like tag or maybe a little bit more subheading of kind of the things that you were talking about too. Cause a a lot of the stuff he talks about with the devil, Mm Is about how, and I, I, maybe I'm just sort of drilling down a little bit on what you, what you talked about, um, was that when we believe in lies, it be, even if it's like 5% of a lie, it begins to shift our reality. Yes. Um, and so he talks a lot about like mental cults, maps and he talks and, about cults. Oh well, yeah, that too. Um, I think that that's, you know, that's down the road. You sure. can get into that sort of mentality, but we start, when we start to believe Like it starts to unseat truth Mm -hmm. in our life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and begins to make the ground that we walk on very unstable. Uh, And yeah, you know, it just, it, it shifts and shapes our reality. And so this whole idea of like, oh, well, it's not harming anybody or whatever, you know, it's fine. It's whatever. It's not harming anybody. Like, yes, it is. Like you are, not only are you harming yourself, but like you have the, you are in a position to where like, you will harm a lot of people around you. <laughs> yep, yep.
0: And, and you don't need to necessarily be a leader in a community or a leader in a church no. or a leader in a business or a leader in a family to harm other people well, around you. Well,
1: and, and so, you know, that sort of leads into the next thing that I was going to talk about was like, we all have social media accounts. Mm-hmm. We all are a part of this globalization movement that's happening. Um, you know, like mm. this, our technology, Digital Babylon. I mean, we are all connected so much more Than we were 10, 15, five years ago. Five years. Like the way that social media looked five years ago is vastly different. uh, According to my time hop. Yes. (laughs) The way that I interacted with social media was so much less or so much more naive, Mm -hmm. so much more like uh, optimistic. You know, then now I feel like it's just it's gone into this like
0: you messing with scammers
1: (laughs) (laughs) for another podcast. Yes. Uh, but, you know, like, he talks a lot about disinformation and how, like, the the Russian um, KGB, mm-hmm. like, their whole goal is not to militarily overthrow the U.S. government. It is to create chaos. Mm-hmm. And when you can create chaos and misinformation, no, everyone believes something different. Yep. And so, like, two plus two does not equal four anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because... You have this person who has this this to say, and this person has this to say, based on you know whatever. And there's there's even a story about how um, there was this rally that happened in Texas, Austin, yeah, about these uh, uh, an anti an uh, anti uh, Muslim, an yeah. anti Muslim group and a pro Muslim group, and both of them were had protest rallies to protest each other uh, on a single day. And an investigation came out a little while later that both groups or that organized this were set up by Russian trolls, <laughs> yep. the same Russian trolls that set up one for the, like they set that up yep. so that there would be discord and disunity. Yep. And it's just this, this dark inner working among us that is like shifting our reality. And we're like buying hook, line and sinker. And it's like one last thing. He also talks about how C.S. Lewis has this idea of chronological snobbery. Yes. How like... I
0: just pulled that up, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: How, you know, we... Oh, you know, our great-grandparents believed in like things that we'll never believe in. But like, that is so false. Like, time and time and time again, we believe the root of the same lies that our ancestors believed in. Whether yep. it's our parents, our grandparents, or even further back. Yep. Yeah.
0: The uh, the thing that I just landed on that I, I kind of want to read... I, I, I want to...
1: Sorry, then we can get back to the the... Roadmap. No, no no like, that
0: i saw so this is well this is i'm i'm headed there okay, because yeah. the the thing to remember in all of this is that and melissa talked about this this morning in her devo that staff meeting but we know the end of the story we know that jesus is victorious right. we know that we have the power of the holy the second we say yes to jesus christ the power of the holy spirit indwells us and then boom we can we have the same power that literally raised christ from the dead yeah to fight against the devil right. is it tougher in certain, certain circumstances yes let Absolutely. me talk to you about a couple people I'm talking to that are going through addiction right now Yeah. Uh, let me talk to you about people that are struggling with pornography and all the other things like let's let's rap about that like yes it's tough but there is a way out and there is a way to combat the devil and so that's where the warfare thing comes in the devil doesn't fight with M16s and and napalm he fights with lies disinformation which are way more subversive and way more harmful the way I've found to start combating that that I love and I, I pulled it from this book is that yeah. he says the key is not to just think about scripture but to think scripture yeah. and so he 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 kind of suggested doing a couple of things that like okay cool the way I, I synthesize that in my own life is I've got a journal that I've had um, it says it literally says yet I will praise on it the same thing I've tattooed on my arm and when I start to run into one of those things I'm I'm very uh, tactile I love shiny new things Um, I love, um, even when they, they're not going to improve my life, I buy that, I buy marketing hook, line and sinker that the thing is going to make my life better, even though the old thing would have been just fine. Yeah. So when I start to chase down one of those things, I have to go into that journal and write down, this is my, my desire is for this right now. Yep. And then I'll take like five minutes and I'll just seek scripture out about Paul saying, I remain content in all circumstances. Yes, I desire Christ. I desire not to be here, but I desire Christ for sure. you know to live as Christ, but to die as gain. Yeah. And I'll write that down and I'll just live that scripture. Mm-hmm. And I'll find more things about being content, being humble, being happy in all things that God has given all things. So that for me has been the biggest thing because scripture is the I mean, we talk it Paul talks about it towards the end, I think, of the, of uh Galatians, or no, yeah, Galatians, the the breastplate of righteousness yeah. and the you know, and the weapon that the only that's weapon Ephesians. that we have, sorry, Ephesians, yeah. yeah, the only weapon that we have is the word of God. Mm-hmm. Everything else is a defensive mechanism. The word of God is our sword. Mm. And that's how you combat the enemy. Sure.
1: Yeah, well, that's I was just going to say that he he actually has John Mark Comer in the book. Has, yeah, at the end of it. Yes. Yeah, has at the very end, like a workbook on basically how to do this. Yep. So basically what you're saying, what, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? What's the lie beneath that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What's the truth? And then that's what you put in the scripture. Right. Um, and and then, you know, after that, uh, you know, keep writing truth. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he puts one verse in here, but like he says, when he does this, like, it, he doesn't stop at one verse. Like, he'll go no, no, on, four he'll five go on, six yeah, he'll try eight. and fill up a whole page of verses that he knows are combating this specific lie.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's And it's easy for, quote unquote, professional Christians like us and him. Because we live in the church every day, but it's not that easy. Yeah, it's, it's still we still struggle with the everybody same does. And, yeah, um, we're all human. Exactly. So, uh, Justin, I always feel like we get to you at the end of this. But um, <laughs> what are your top three struggles, Justin? No, <laughs> <Ooh>. uh, <laughs> no. Starting
1: at three. Yeah, sorry. three to one. Go um, three to one. Let's Mount go. Mount Rushmore.
0: So we've talked about you and your. We've got a couple minutes left here. We've talked about you growing up. What was your conception of the, or your perception of the
2: devil growing up? Yeah, um, I guess like growing up, I kind of, I tried, to be honest, I tried, I feel like I tried not to think about it too much, like as far as like that part, just because um, if I'm honest, you know, like thinking about that. Um kind of scared me <laughs> you know, yeah. oh yeah, it gets uh especially like you know like little kid like nervous about like um i don't know like i'm the type of person, like especially when I was like little and stuff. I remember there was one time that um I was just or my mom was just like flipping through channels on like the 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 t v and um it was probably only on there for like a second, but I remember like she was just like flipping through, and at one point it was just. I don't know if it was a commercial or show or what, but there was just, like, a ghost that was, like, at the top of, like, stairs. And then it was probably only on there for, like, two seconds, and then, like, you know, it left. But, like, I probably, like, couldn't sleep for, like, almost a a week just for, like, those two seconds. So I try not to think about, like, um, the devil or anything like that too much when I was little. Um, But something that is um, interesting, and it got me thinking about it when you were... um, uh, reading about how um, uh, you said that the devil basically just like tries not to or tries to get us not to think about God and help or tries to get us to um, like achieve or want to achieve happiness through mm-hmm. like different ways that um I thought that was interesting because um just this past week, I was listening to a message um, and uh, the preacher said something that. I hadn't heard before, but um, it kind of stuck out to me where he said that a lot of times the devil um, will preach the gospel, but just leaves Jesus out of it. Oh, yeah. And um, so that, I mean, when that happens, that leads to, like you said, you know, trying to find happiness through different ways and trying to find it through or, you know, trying to get it ourselves through whether it be like, you know, buying stuff or, you know, right. just finding stuff through worldly means. And, you know, trying not to get us to think about Jesus. Kind mm-hmm. of like in a similar way to where when I was little I didn't really like thinking about the devil or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, kind of flipped around. So I don't know, that that just kinda stuck out to me because that was something that I heard this week. No, that's good.
0: Mm-hmm. You're you're absolutely right, too. It's that five percent. Yeah. That's the leaving out Jesus is I mean, it's technically the hundred percent, but it's the five percent of sure. the message that we mm-hmm. leave out. Yeah. Cool. Um I uh Think we need to end the conversation here because we need to. um, I don't have a hot take this week. I don't either. Uh, Okay, Um, so we're gonna end the podcast. But next time, we're gonna talk about the world. If you are the flesh, sorry, Um, and that's sounds real gross because flesh is like a weird. Yeah, it's like a weird kind of gross mouth. It's it's a mouthful of a word. It depends
1: on how you say it. Watch. That's a fleshy
0: way to say it. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) you put the jowls in there. Um, but but <laughs> but what we are what we are going to do as well is I w- we would love to hear from you. Um, I want to hear first off if anybody's reading this book as well. Um, it's got it's funny when you put it under white light, it's got like a neon color to it. I think it's quite interesting. <laughs> live, um, no live, <laughs> live no lies. Live no lies. We'll put a link to it in the uh, in the show notes and in the description of this as well. Um, I'd love for you to follow along with this. Uh, it's uh, uh, I think it's the best book he's written. Uh, oh, honestly. by far.
1: I mean, I think he's, he said that. I too. think he
0: said that too. Yeah, I, but like it's—it's it's it's, definitely the
1: most important book that he has written.
0: Yeah, I it's, think it's got more. It's got more substance to it than the other one, the hurry one. Um,
1: well, it's less about him. It's less about his yeah. own personal journey or whatever. Like this is straight up the devil. Yep. The flesh and the world.
0: Yep. And it's and it's got there's a lot of spiritual practice in here that I think we need to take note. And it doesn't get weighty like uh Stephen Foster's celebration. Well I think Disney that's what's or... really good
1: about it is he he's so focused on spiritual practices right. that he gives you spiritual practice in like every section ends with here's the chat here's what I talked about. Yep. Here are three things that you can do yep. to help combat this. Yep,
0: cool. Friend for the millennials and post millennials and ex-millennials or whatever we are. You just killed an ant there. Yeah. Uh it's good for us to have those check marks. Hey, we love you. Seriously, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Make sure to share this with all your friends. Go like, by the book. Subscribe. Like, subscribe, smash Noti- thumbs up button. Notify. <laughs> smash like button. Share, share button. All right. And we love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.